Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event, Cannabis Network Radio. Welcome to Cannabis Network Radio. How's everyone doing this evening? I am David. I will be your host for this evening. Tonight, we are discussing the wisdom of the Florida legislature um, and uh, some bills that have come down lately and things that have been going on. And also, uh, we're going to talk about uh, um, Bob and Kathy Jordan and, and the outcome of, of their. You know, it's funny in Florida right now. Um, it's kind of like they do one, one good thing and then they follow it up with a complete asinine thing. It is, um, it's perplexing to say the least. I, I mean, I'm almost at a loss for words um, as to um, how to even approach the subject without completely um, losing it, going off topic, you know, whatever, getting all kinds of, going into all kinds of crazy rants. Um, well, I guess uh, I guess I'll start by saying that uh, House Bill 0049 um, in the Florida Senate uh, basically is prohibiting the retail sale of certain smoking pipes and devices, um, which is basically, um, I mean, an excerpt from the is as follows, 32A, glass stone plastic or ceramic smoking pipes with or without screens, permanent screens, or punctured metal bowls, 35B, water pipes, 36C, um, carburetion, C-A-B-U-R-E-T-I-O-N, not sure how that's pronounced, but it looks like carburetion, tubes and devices, Basically carbureted things that have carb on it. Chamber for 37, 38 pipes. 39 electric pipes, which would fall into e-cigarette, I'm thinking. Um, 40G is air-driven pipes. 41 is chillums. 42 bonds. 43 ice pipes or chillers. I mean, really? What the fuck? <laughs> you know... Florida Senate has, has this way of, you know, they go ahead and they announce the Kathy Jordan Medical Cannabis Act. The same day a poll comes out, uh, actually, I should say, the same day a poll comes out that 7 out of 10 Floridians approve the use of, of medical marijuana, they go ahead and raid Kathy Jordan's house the same day that, that poll came out. Um, then there's a bill introduced into the Senate. People are talking about it. It's moving forward nicely. And then, you know, come to an impasse within you know, the Senate. Um, why? Couldn't tell you. I mean, you know, you talk to you talk to all these politicians, and it's not for the lack of, of networking and talking with people and, and so on and so forth. Um, my personal opinion at this point, it's because you don't have, like, millions of dollars is, is really what it is. Um, you know, obvious, it's very obvious, especially in Florida's case right now where it stands, that the people's voice don't make a Yahoo of a difference. And the only thing that's going to make a difference is lining people's pockets with money. Um, and that's very sad uh, because the people have spoken yet again today uh, in a national poll for the first time ever where the majority of the nation is in favor of legalizing cannabis. 
um, you know, they're implementing this bill, House Bill 0049, you know, as I'm on the cusp of getting ready to open, you know, Spark, which was going to be the next generation of, of smoke shops, you know, high-end stuff, and that basically takes that entire uh, uh, process and puts it right into the wind, and which means that, you know, all the time, effort, energy I've spent, uh, you know, financing that project now is on hold because of the infinite wisdom of this House Bill 0049, which basically says you can't go ahead and have anything to smoke at or buy anything you can smoke at. Um, so I think there's going to be... So not only not only is that contradictory of what the people are, vo- are, are, are voicing about wanting legalization in the state of Florida, it is hindering... And, and taking away from businesses that are currently in existence as well, because that's the majority of most smoke shops that are open in the state of Florida. You eliminate that, you're going to go ahead and be putting people out of jobs, back into unemployment. You're taking away people's livelihoods, businesses, so on and so forth. I mean, really? Like, is that is that a really good thing to do in the economy right now? I mean... Why not go ahead and take away pill bottles from pharmacies because uh, the pills that go into those bottles are misused and, you know, properly? I mean, where does it stop? When does it stop? Where does it stop? Like, really? Like, I'm not understanding. I'm I'm extremely frustrated um, about this, um, among other things. And... I don't even know how to respond. I mean, you know, it's the point where it's very obvious that government truly, you know, and some people take it with a grain of salt when I say it doesn't matter what the people say. Oh, that's not true, blah, blah, this and that. Well, here is a very, very good case, blatant case across the board where government does not care what the people want. We have made it as clear as possible in the state of Florida both by polling, by we have never had a vote on it, but I guarantee you if there was some way to go ahead and say tomorrow we're going to have a vote, whether to go ahead and legalize cannabis in the state of Florida, and that vote, whatever the outcome is, is what the word will be, that it would pass, without a doubt. But, you know, the politicians are the type of people that go ahead and they tell you what you want to your face, you talk to them, you whine them, you dine them, you this and that, and if you're not going to go ahead and you know, buy them a boat or give them a condo or, you know, some sort of poshy nonsense, you know, your bill's going to get stuck in a drawer and no one's going to care about it, you know. And, you know, Katie Edwards and Jeff Clemens both have been outspoken. Of course, they're the ones that, you know, signed the bill. His names are on it saying that this is a really big mistake that, you know, Florida is doing, and, and you know, just the other day, Bob and Kathy Jordan were in in the Tallahassee, and the same day that they're the for those of you who don't know and aren't aware, Bob and Kathy uh, Kathy Jordan is a 26 year survivor of Lou Gehrig's disease. She uses cannabis as her medicine. She's a true patient. Bob is her husband and caregiver. Um, Kathy only utilizes cannabis. Um, you know, she chooses not to use any type of pharmacologicals. 
Um, and it's keeping her alive. It's kept her alive for the last 26 years with, with the Garrick's disease. And uh, their house was raided, and they had 23 plants taken from them. Um, no charges were filed, and as of Tuesday this week, all charges were dropped. Um, on that same day, Kathy and Bob were in the state house in Tallahassee, and Rick Scott actually walked in as whatever the news was there. Um, and so Kathy, you know, called him over, and of course, there's a lady in a wheelchair with ALS. You know, the governor is gonna whatever, and and she more or less told him <laughs> right then and there what the situation was, and. There has been no formal comment to uh, to what has transpired, but if you go to uh, you know Facebook to uh, facebook.com forward slash uh, there's numerous articles and links and videos about about what transpired and, and what went down, and you know, definitely go ahead and uh, take a look at that. Um, I'm gonna take a little bit of a break here, real quick, and grab a drink. Uh, we're gonna listen to some tunes, and uh, I'll be back to talk more about this uh, huge. Uh, Florida Pop House Bill uh, 0049. Uh, for those of you who are listening right now, uh, go uh, if you want to flsenate.gov and you can look up House Bill 0049. Um, that's what we're going to be talking a bit more um, when we get back. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, just throw in here something about CryptoCamera. They are the creators of CryptoClage. Uh, and they celebrate weed as a solution and not a problem. CryptoCamo presents a vision for creative ways for everyone to have access to killer weed camo designs that can be worn or applied to virtually any product, anytime, anywhere. For more information, visit CryptoCamo.com. And CryptoCamo is pretty cool. Um, basically, if anyone's into the whole, I like to call it camo couture thing, um, as a lot of people are, this is actually camo that is made from popular designs. So Check them out at CryptoCamo.com. We'll be right back with Cannabis Network Radio. Welcome back to Cannabis Network Radio. I am your host, David. Tonight we are talking about Florida's huge, Florida Science Use Code Pilot House Bill 0049 talking about uh, what happened with Bob and uh, Kathy Jordan, and we're going to be talking about some uh, events that are going to be going on, kind of give a rundown of some events going on over the 420 weekend that's coming up in a couple weeks. Um, speaking of which, uh, the World Cannabis Week uh, will offer visitors a unique 420 experience. That includes the Denver 420 Rally, 420 Concert, the High Times Cannabis Cup, workshops that will include hash-making, Cannabis Cooking and Cultivation, World Cannabis Week will be held in Colorado over the 420th holiday from April 17th to the 21st. For more information, visit worldcannabisweek.com. Cannabis Information Network is a proud supporter or sponsor of World Cannabis Week. And if you put in code CIN, like Cannabis Information Network, you'll receive a 10% discount on your ticket price. Um, the tickets are selling out actually pretty quickly. Um, there's, I think, maybe a dozen left. Um, so I would definitely suggest getting over to worldcannabisweek.com tickets, uh, so on and so forth, because that's going to be um, that's going to be uh, history in the making. Um, I would like to uh, give a shout out to my uh, producer here, uh, Ed. What's up, Ed? What's up, man? kind of been quiet over there. Sorry to introduce you at the beginning of the show. 
What do you think about uh, that uh, house bill there? I think Old that's a uh, house bill zero zero four nine. I think that's a setback. It's a step in the wrong direction for sure. Uh, yeah. You know, just like you were saying, just when you think the momentum's picking up, a couple of states have switched, uh, you know, here we go, and then they do something asinine, exactly. Just like you said. The momentum is is there. The momentum is there. The momentum is not the problem. You know, because I think both from what you hear me talk about and what you see out there, the momentum is definitely there. Absolutely. You know? Um, again, as I was saying before, you know, went to the, you know, break, it, it really, the people's voice just don't matter. And it's sad. It's sad that I have to sit here and say that in this country, in the United States, that where it's, it's very obvious today, especially in the state of Florida, that the people's voices don't matter. It's, it's, they don't care. It's unfortunately all about the money, man. It really is, and that's sad. It is, you know, and unfortunately in in Florida, and I know there's been you know press and things like that about John Morgan and the initiative for 2014, but man, that's that's another year away, and that's if you know whatever. As far as you know, I know and whatever, there no one's seen any money. No one's got any money. You know, honestly. You really want to go ahead and, and do something to make a difference, you know, get on board with the Weed Not Greed Tour, you know. We want to go ahead and get this bus that we have built out and, like, have it done right so we can go ahead and have it all over the state, all over the country, educating people in people's faces, you know. Like, really, if you're going to dump a million bucks and getting, you know, $10 million and getting signatures, you know, like, put some money towards something that's going to also help. Believe me, if you're going to do a signature drive, Having a weed not greed tour bus going around for that signature drive will make it ten times better. But I'm just going ahead and saying it. <laughs> well, you, know, saying. you know what? Maybe what we should. Maybe we should approach uh, yeah. Morgan and see if we can't get him on the show. Yeah, I mean, that's a good idea. Let's, you know, let's I, send him an I've email. Out to his office yeah. a couple times since it's come out. I've yet to receive a return call, but, you know, we'll go ahead and, uh, you know, maybe I'll go ahead and take it from Cannabis Network Radio's perspective and say, hey, look, we want to bring you on the show, and uh, maybe I can get, you know, speaking of which, I really need a show co-host. I mean, I, I do. Um, you know, somebody that, you know, is passionate about, you know, the cause. Um, you know, uh, I know that, you know, Ed, you're busy, you're doing all the technical stuff there, and if I distract you, you know, we can have a glitch or whatever the case is. Not that I don't enjoy your company and, and you're great and you're and you're a great uh, other person. But sometimes, you know, uh, a co-host, I should say. Sometimes, you know, when I'm just talking to myself, you know, and there's no interaction, you're just talking into dead space. You're kind of like, all right, and, yeah. <laughs> you know. All right, yeah, I know it, what you mean. It really, it really does feel like you know. I mean, granted, it's what only my fifth show or fourth show, whatever. But it really does feel like you know, I'm just crazy talking you know because you're just talking to dead air i'm like yeah. no one's there you know i'm in a quiet room in a quiet place <laughs> you know by myself and just talking to nothing <laughs> right but even if you so, had fifty thousand listeners it would still seem that way that you're just i know talking. i know, I know. That's, that's, that's it's crazy part, you know because i know i look at the stats of the show and i look yeah. at 
you know, the listeners. And I'm like, you know, yeah, it's weird. The, the, the lack of interaction is cool, but, you know, the fact that we currently, like starting tonight, we have a call-in number. Um, we're going to actually be moving forward in the next few weeks and have a call-in queue. Um, you know, so hopefully we'll get the uh, interactions up. But, yes, I am looking for a co-host. So any of you out there listening live or on the podcast, um, which is available on iTunes, um, we need. To, I, I need a co-host. You know, someone that that uh, we can share and and talk and and uh, you know raise hell. Uh, you know, direct action on air. Let's say it's kind of radio. So if you're interested, uh, hit me up at uh, media at cinllc.org. Again, that's media at cinllc.org. Um, but back to, uh, not to get off track, but back to a House Bill 0049. Um, the only thing I can say, the only thing I can say at this point, really, is for people to, uh, Florida, Florida residents, absolutely, um, outside the state of Florida, please, you know what, write, write the Florida Senate in general. Uh, forget the specific senator, write the Senate in general. Um, let's just, you know, I, I guess go to the Florida Senate. You know, I'll go there right now and see. I mean, I guess I should have prepared this before. Um, but if there's a way in the Senate here um, to contact, you know what? I will just say Don Gates. <laughs> um, he's the president of the Florida Senate. Um, email him. Call him. Uh, send him letters. Uh, everyone. Send them everything. Unload. Unload. Um, don't, I'm going to say don't restrain. You know, at certain points to tell people, you know, be smart, be sensible. At this point, it's beyond that. I'm, I'm, at this point, I'm angry. I'm angry. Because, again, the fact that I need to sit here and say that the people that are supposed to represent us don't give a shit about what we're saying, I, I shouldn't have to say that. No. I shouldn't have to say it. No, you shouldn't. You know, I, I, I it's, <laughs> it, it's, 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 it's distressing, to say the least. It's distressing, to say the least. Um, for those of you who are just coming in, I'm talking about um, Florida House Bill zero zero four nine, and the following is going to be uh, banned in the state of Florida. Metal, wooden, acrylic, glass, stone, plastic, or ceramic smoking pipes with or without screens, permanent screens or punctured metal bowls, water pipes, carburation, carburation tubes and devices. Not quite sure what that is, but I have to look that one up. Chamber pipes, carburetor pipes, electric pipes, air-driven pipes, kilns, bongs, ice pipes, or killers. So again, this is a bill that, you know, let me, uh, Dave. Does that mean it's already gone into effect, or is it still like it's going to go into pro- effect? It is going to go into effect. I mean, it's been passed. Yeah. I mean, it's not going so, to break tomorrow, but it's next next time. It goes, you know, whatever. You know. So basically, we had, you know, we had someone in the house was at the hearing and said, you know, and they, and they actually posted on the Canada Information Network page. Two House committee and one Senate committee all voted unanimously in favor of the bill. I listened to the Senate committee hearing, and it was a joke hardly even a mention of what the bill even was. Three people waived their time in support of the bill. No one spoke against the bill, and it passed. 
with a friendly amendment courtesy of no one, none the other, the tobacco industry. Well, you're kidding me, dude. I kid you not. So the tobacco industry? Now, no one... No one knew about this bill either, which is why no one was able to speak against the bill. If we would have known that this was going to be it, we would have raised hell about it. And so three people voted through. It was a joke. Nobody was even there. I mean, I heard about it. I mean, he's like, it's like it's it's set up to you know to work the way they want. It's like it's set up so that you know no one can respond, no one can do anything. And so, oh, it's there. So on, center, so on, so forth. And yes. It was funded by the tobacco industry. Yes. Wow, dude. Why, it was. That doesn't make any sense because aren't was, those all supposed to be for tobacco use? Right. Uh, okay. Sure. I mean, they, they, the tobacco industry that believes that gives them a bad name because they believe that you know. I mean, as far as I know, tobacco we put into pipes too, you know, and smoked out of a pipe personally. But the tobacco industry I'm talking about aren't ones that sell pipe tobacco. So, you know, what can I tell you? You know, when the when the business and professionalism regulation subcommittee and the business and professionalism regulatory people and all those people, you know, for Florida business, you know, big tobacco is talking. You know, whatever, better start listening because you know. Some people, for whatever reason, in their infinite wisdom, think that there is no money to be made in cannabis or it's a dangerous drug. That's a gateway drug. I'm here to tell you, it ain't a gateway drug. Well, actually, you know what? It is a gateway drug. I'll tell you why it's a gateway drug. And I guarantee you, this, whatever I'm saying, is probably going to be taken out of context or cut and pasted by someone. But this is my gateway theory as to why cannabis is a gateway drug. It is because someone goes to jail prison for a misdemeanor or bullshit cannabis charge. They are locked up in a prison with a whole bunch of different people that commit true crime. And then they say, hey, oh, well, yeah, man, you're popular. Well, I can get you crack, and I can get you meth, and I can get you heroin, and I can get you whatever you want, too. So when you get out of the joint in 30 days or 60 days or three months, whatever, call me. You can't touch me. Now, here's my boy, blah, 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 so on and so forth. Next thing you know, you have the kid who is the like, small-time popular pot user making connections with other drug dealers. And, yeah, they might say, oh, I just use pot. But then they're going to start dealing with, like, you know, getting involved with this crowd of people and prison and blah, blah, blah. And next thing you know, they're turned into using another drug. Why? Because they went to jail. Not because it had anything to do with smoking or using the plant. It's because they were arrested for a plant. That's why. That's the gateway theory. The gateway theory is they go to prison and they get corrupted by true crime. Why? Can I spend a little opinion on that too? Yeah, go for it. Uh, I think that uh, a, a lot of that gateway talk comes from the fact that you're having to get it out of a black market anyway where all those things are. And exist, and they'll okay. be readily available been, to you. I have been a cannabis, I yeah, I, but if, I've been a cannabis smoker for over two decades. I have bought a lot of pot in my life, and never once, never once, did anyone I ever buy pot from go ahead and 
say to me, hey, buddy, would you like some crack with that pot? Or would you like some Coke? Or would you like some whatever? It never happened at all. Well, what I'm, what my point is that if it was available through legal means, they wouldn't be in the same like black market as those drugs are sold. You know what I mean? The the cocaine and the heroin and all the bad shit is in the same black market as like marijuana. You know what I mean? Well, so right, it, which you is know where I was going to segue into saying if we regulate it and we have places that you know we are controlled. And, you know, dispensaries that are monitored, that, you know, ensure quality products, so on and so forth. You can 100% ensure that there is no crossover to black market drugs. All right. Well, then that would take, I think that would take whatever they're coming up with. I don't believe it's a, a gateway drug. I'm just trying to think rationally. Maybe they're thinking that way because it's in the same, like, groups and rings of that's, that's illegal a, that is, that is stuff. One of the, you, yes, you are correct. That is one of the things that they are saying. However, um, you know, I'm not going to say there's not a lot of shady people out there that are, that are slinging, you know, cheap-ass pot, um, you know, or, or, or shady people slinging quality pot, but they're few and far between, you know, that are going to try to, you know, throw something else your way, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean... I mean, maybe shrooms, you know, but then again, that's also a plant that, that I, you know, I don't think that, you know, it's a psychotropic and, and, you know, it's not heroin, it's not cocaine or crack or, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> anyway. Moving right along. <laughs> Moving right along. You know, it's it's uh, full bill. Stupid, 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 stupid. What can I tell you? All right. Well, moving on to happier things. Moving on to happier things. Oh, while I'm on the topic of speaking of, of prison and all that kind of stuff, um, Robert Blashorn. He is America's longest in prison nonviolent marijuana offender. And uh, his silver tour is a mission to educate the senior community of the United States about the medicinal value of cannabis. Um, I definitely would urge you to go ahead and check out his site at thesilvertour.org. And Robert was uh, in prison for 30 years, since 30 years in jail for uh, cannabis, for pot smuggling. Um, He is actually the person who spent the most jail ever for cannabis-related crime um, in the United States. So, uh, yeah, check it out as uh, thesilvertour.org. Um, you know, in Florida, we are we are definitely not backing down. Uh, I know that it seems like we're going backwards, and, and the people that still back to this organization are not backing down. Um, like FL Can, you know, they're still doing their thing. They're still going to continue this thing. They're still going to fight and stand up for the rights, and, you know, if we back down and we give up and we're not in the ears chirping, then, you know, we're definitely not doing our job. So it's not like now we're going to pack our bags and go home. We're still going to have an active presence um, in uh, Tallahassee, and, you know, we're going to make, we're going to be, make a difference, and 
The Florida Cannabis Action Network is the action behind cannabis legalization um, in the Sunshine State, and uh, they need your help. Um, and you can see how you can make a difference and contribute to to helping our fight here in, in the Sunshine State at flcan.org. Um, so check them out, Florida Cannabis Action Network. Um, and that is the organization that Kathy Jordan is um, the president of. So uh, definitely check them out, support them, show them some love, and uh, help us out here in the Sunshine State. Um, Kathy and Bob Jordan. Actually, you know what? Um, let's take a quick break, play some tunes. I'm going to go rehydrate myself real quick. And uh, I'll be back in just a few minutes, and we'll talk about uh, Bob and Kathy Jordan and uh, what went down with them. We're back with Cannabis Network Radio. All right. Welcome back to Cannabis Network Radio. I am your host, David, with uh, my producer, Ed, who's with me this evening. What's up, Ed? What's up? What's up? Um, <laughs> Ed is in the studio uh, back in Florida, and I'm here freezing my ass off in Baltimore. Are you? Uh, you're, kind of why we're, it's cold? It's cold. Really? It's cold. How, it is cold. How cold is it? it how cold I knew the question coming. Well, <laughs> they claim it's 40 degrees. I personally feel it's like 20. But, you know. Wow. Yeah, 48 degrees here. It's cold, you know. And, of course, you know, I'm, I'm at my parents' house, um, you know, visiting here with my kids and whatnot. So I'm in the basement doing this show. So it's, like, even colder down there. So, like, I can't... Uh, um, yeah, so I'm freezing my toes off. It's cold. I'm ready to get back to Florida. Yeah, it's you know, it's I'm not a sure how much uh, longer I'm gonna be staying there, but you know, whatever. I'm ready to get back to Florida for now. It's so. a brisk 70 degrees here in Florida. Yeah, I know, I know. So uh, yeah, let's get into uh, talking about uh, Bob and Kathy Jordan. Um, big victory in, in Florida. Um, the case against them was dropped. Um, they were, their house was raided. 23 plants were taken from them. Uh, you know, cannabis, Kathy's medicine and, uh, Bob's caregiver. And the state dropped the case against them. Um, and they recognized, uh, them as a patient and they recognized it as a medical necessity, uh, cannabis as a medical necessity and then charges were dropped. So that was a pretty big, uh, victory on the plus side, you know. So I guess no, this some is... things make sense, some things don't make sense. You know? And that's what I was saying. You know, if we would have known about that bill, you know, we would have been there to oppose it. You know, no one was there to oppose it because it kind of just appeared out of nowhere. And again, it just pushed through. No one even knew what the bill was. People just talked. You know, and a lot of these, a lot of these guys that vote on these bills, like, they don't even know what the bills are. They're handed a list from the highest bidders about which ones to say yes and which ones to say no to. And that's how that works. Mm. Just saying. <laughs> Just so saying. this, but that is this case path. I mean, this, I don't understand. That's, it's, it almost sounds like two different States. Yep. Yep. So they it recognize is. it. They, 
They recognize it as medicine. They drop well, the charges Florida against has, these people Florida, in Florida. Florida does have a medical necessity. Florida does have a medical necessity um, statute on the books. Um, they have. It's not a good one, um, but uh, but they have it nonetheless. <laughs> um, and that's that's what they fell under the guidelines of. And yes, it is a complete hypocrisy. I, it just doesn't make sense to me because if you're going to, I mean, it's great that they got through because like you said, it, you know, it opens up a door or whatever, but I mean, how is it illegal? And then, oh, well, we, we recognize it's medical purpose and you guys are free to go. We, we were just, you know, kidding. <laughs> Whenever it's useful and we can do something with it, we'll press charges. I mean, what's the deal there? You know what, dude? If I had the answer, then we wouldn't be asking the question. <laughs> I mean, it, does that make sense? I mean, truly, what I said? I mean, yeah. It, no, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. You know, it's it's again the hip, the hypocrisy of. I mean, the hypocrisy of it. Is, I mean, the I mean. You know, you know me. I'm not shy of talking. I'm not kind of just lost for words. Just, there's nothing to say. I mean, like, there's like, like, there's really no comment to be made on it. <laughs> you know, it's like it's one of those things. Like, well, what, I mean, yes, <laughs> that's not it. Yes, yeah, I, it does not make sense. Stuff like this just yeah, I mean, makes Florida look bad, stupid. You know what I mean? Kind of like the recount. Florida look, There's a lot of things that make Florida look stupid. That there's whole a lot of things that make Florida. That, look stupid. That recount, that was ridiculous. You know what I mean? Come on. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even gonna get into that. And I'm now not this. Get into that, whatever. That's a different show. That's a different everything. That's a. That's a whatever. You know. Again, the people's voices do not make a difference. Do not make a difference. Do not make a difference. The only way it's gonna make a difference is if we don't give them a choice of the matter. And I'm not saying people's voices don't make a difference. Sorry, I'll take that back. When the people do not unify, for example, if there's two people lobbying in, let's say, Tallahassee or any state capital for that matter, I'm talking about any state, you have a few, few people lobbying, you have a small organization lobbying, you have doing their thing, all right? And all these guys don't even know, like, there's no way you can potentially, unless you have, again, millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars to hire staff to be able to nail down each and every person. Like, there's no way two, three people are going to be able to, you know, get face time with every person they need to, you know, to face that opposition, to find out what they need. You know, the first question you ask someone when you're approaching them, you know, in the legislature, in the Senate, is what do you need to help us with this bill? That's the way to ask the question. Not can you help us with this bill. It's what do you need to help us with this bill? You know, mm-hmm. that's just the way that goes. <laughs> Make this happen. So, so as I was saying, though, is that if the people's voices truly, like, for example, if we had 100,000 people that rallied in Tallahassee during the Senate session, that, I don't care what anyone says. There are people out there that says it doesn't make a difference. But with the momentum 
of what is happening right now across the country and the more comfortable people are becoming with coming out of the proverbial closet with smoking cannabis use, what, like, you really don't think 100,000 people in solidarity over one cause in the state capitol wouldn't raise an eyebrow? Wouldn't sway somebody's decision? More so than a one-person party that you've never heard of before trying to talk to you, uh, trying to talk to an individual senator for 15 seconds or 30 seconds or a minute and a half, whatever the time is that they'll give you. You know, it's almost impossible to sit down with a legislature or a senator for a meeting that will take more. Like, you got to catch them in a hallway or on a break or whatever the case is because they won't schedule a meeting with you. So, you know, when you capture a few minutes of their time, that's really what it is, a few minutes. You can't have a discussion about it. So, you know, again, I think all avenues help the cause. I do believe, though, firmly that the people, as one, will, can go ahead and make a difference. Not the government, not the politics, not the whatever. If we have people in droves coming to places demanding something, the people's voices need to be heard. When it's not just on paper, and that's just an email. The people's voices need to be heard as people. Because it has to be by the people for the people. And as far as I'm concerned, if it's in a letter or an email, it's good. It's great. It's whatever. Fantastic. It's not heard. You know, there's a difference between seeing and hearing something. You know, if you read a story or read a book or read a whatever, you'll retain some of it. If you hear a story, if you hear something, you retain it for much longer. It impacts you on a much higher level than reading something because it's that interpersonal psychological attachment to it. You know, it's kind of like think about what would be happening if you were, instead of listening to this podcast or this radio show, and I was talking and you were just reading and couldn't hear anything. I don't think you'd probably listen or whatever you want to call it, watch or read the show in the future much more, would you? Hmm. So that's why I feel that, that having your voice heard is is so much more important than, you know, than not or a piece of paper or, you know, that's why I say phone calls. I like phone calls more than emails. People are uncomfortable with that. But, you know, again, it's all about your voice being heard. So, yeah, okay, so we're actually going to move on to uh, non some things that actually are not going to stress me out <laughs> <laughs> and uh, whatever, which is, which is positive. We're going to go ahead and uh, we're going to talk about 420. 420. Woohoo! The uh, Stoner holiday, holiday weekend. Um, Lots and lots of stuff happening. Um, you know, first and foremost, first and foremost, but of course, I'm going to have to talk about you know World Cannabis Week, of course, you know, because we're you know one of the supporters, sponsors of, of World Cannabis Week, um, and uh, I'm I'm super excited about that whole experience. It's going to be uh, yeah, 
it's gonna be a party for sure. It's gonna be a party for sure. You know, we got 420 rally um, in Denver. It's gonna be they're anticipating to be the biggest 420 rally in the United States. Uh, 420 concerts going on, multitudes of them. Um, Red Rocks, one place. Then there's another concert series going on somewhere else. So all kinds of great music going on. Uh, of course, we got the High Times Cannabis Cup. Um, then there's going to be workshops on hash making, cannabis cooking, cultivation, um, and it's all over uh, the from the 17th to 21st of uh, April, or the 420 holiday. Um, go to worldcannabisweek.com, check it out, promo code CIN, it's worth every penny. Um, I think there's only about 12 tickets left, and I think like two VIP and 12 regular tickets, I think is what it is. So uh, if you want to go ahead and uh, jump on that, Jump on it soon. 10% discount with code CIN, World Cannabis Week in Denver. Um, and that's going to be, I mean, and it's legal. All the stuff I said about the cannabis cash, all that is legal. You're, you're fine. You're cool. You don't have to worry about it. So everything is uh, copacetic. It's not like going to be underground or it has to be out in the open. Um, and everything you do there in Colorado does uh, Amendment 64. You're good to go. You're golden. So uh, you don't got to worry about that. Not in the least bit. So yes, the world's—not the world's, but I will say the nation's first legal cannabis tour slash party slash all kinds of exciting stuff like this. I mean, you get everything, everything. And, you know, we talked to JJ. Uh, I think it was like, a couple weeks ago. You know, he was saying not not only are you going to get are you going to get Bud taken care of, but you're going to get you know accoutrements and bowls and all kinds of shit. So you're like don't even worry about bringing anything. You're like going to be good to go there. And they're going to take care of you 100%. That's at the World Cannabis Week, worldcannabisweek.com, promo code CIN, and get 10% discount on your ticket. They are going fast. They are going fast. Yeah. Now, um, and uh, what else is going on over 420? Um, well, let's see. In Oakland, California, uh, from April 19th to the 21st is Grow Med 2013. Uh, it's obviously a medical growers convention. Um, same weekend, April 19th to the 21st, you have HempCon um, in San Jose, California. Um, oh, sorry. No, that's actually HempCon, San Jose, and that's actually in Valencia, Spain. That's in Spain. Um, that would kind of be a cool thing to go to, I think, one year. Definitely go to Spain. Check that out. Um, GrowMed Medical Cannabis Fair. Uh, 19th through 21st. That's in San Jose, California. That's kind of one of the two things. It's San Jose, Jose Convention Center. Um, then, of course, the High Times Denver Cannabis Cup. Uh, the first... Yep. The first um, Cannabis Cup, non-medical Cannabis Cup in the United States. It almost brings like a tear, a, a lump in my throat to say it, you know, it's like whatever, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a few hundred miles away from, from legally being able to, to consume cannabis without even worrying about it. And yet a few hundred miles away in the same country, I, different story. Yeah. Confusing, but nonetheless, high times cannabis cup in Denver, uh, First of its kind, history in the making. Um, if you're going to be in Amsterdam for 420, um, they're having a big uh, Amsterdam event, um, Global Cannabis March um, on 20th. 
um, definitely go ahead and uh, check that out. Um, there's going to be the Amsterdam 420 Smokeout, uh, which is going to be the huge uh, smokeout on 420. Um, that's going to be in Denver, um, Colorado. Uh, there is um, Hemp Fest, the people from Seattle Hemp Fest. Uh, they're still doing Hemp Fest, uh, but they're going to be doing a 420 Fest uh, this year. And um, it's going to be a whole building in Seattle, and they have all kinds of entertainment, fun stuff. Make. And these are the guys that put on the Seattle Hemp Fest, the, the largest uh, cannabis festival in the in the world. Um, and, uh, yeah, they are uh, going to be having that uh, in Seattle. Um, for more information, you go to HempFest org and look at the 420 Fest there. Um, and then last but not least, you have the Sweetwater 420 Festival um, in Georgia, in Atlanta. Um, and that's from April 19th to the 21st. Um, it's actually Sweetwater Brewing Company and a 420 beer. Um, we've actually reached out to them a few times um, to talk to them. And their beer actually does smell like pot. Believe it or not, if you smell it before you drink it, um, it does smell like pot. Uh, but they got a great lineup there, too, and that's, uh, again, going to be in Atlanta. For more information about that, you can go to sweetwater420fest.com um, and check that out. Um, yeah, so all kinds of things going on in the next couple of weeks uh, as we approach the 420 holiday weekend. Um, it's my favorite holiday of the year. I mean, some people think it's it's my Christmas. Got green trees, Christmas trees, I'm fine with that, you know, whatever. Got plenty of res on the buds. Christmas tree decorations. It's my Christmas. <laughs> so, I look forward to it every year. You know, I always dream of waking up, you know, on a pillow of, of good Kush or something like that. It hasn't happened yet. Maybe this year it might. You know, so I'm going to be in Colorado, so you know, that might be a whole magical experience uh, in itself. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, um, that's pretty much all I got for this. Uh, for this evening um, talked about Kathy and Bob talked about the, the uh, 420 events and we talked about the uh, House Bill 0049 that really is a joke um, and as you said uh, the hypocrisy in the state of, of banning something and funding and something and then going ahead and saying oh yeah I recognize it for you know medicinal use and not saying that they should go back on that you know, or anything. So we should rethink that, you know, but the hypocrisy is there, unfortunately, and, you know, we got to keep fighting the fight and uh, Florida Cannabis Action Network will do that. They will keep fighting the fight and I definitely ask the people to go check out their webpage at flcan.org um, and support them uh, here in the Sunshine State because they're going to keep fighting the fight until we win and uh, I definitely know they're not going to give up and, again, that's uh, flcan.org. Uh, this is Cannabis Network Radio. I thank you for listening this evening. I'm your host, David, along with show producer, uh, Ed. And uh, we both wish you a good evening and good night. Peace.